you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, an ethics proposal about who gets to know who gets taxpayer dollars stalls before the Orange County Board of Supervisors. We'll look at digital redlining when low-income neighborhoods get pricey and lousy internet service while the wealthy neighborhoods get the top-notch service. The LA City Council wants to stop that digital divide. And then L.A. County wants A.C. installed in rental homes. The city of L.A. wants pandemic pets to stay in rental homes. Hey, it's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A. 89.3. Orange County supervisors deadlocked this week on a new ethics proposal prompted by LAist reports about millions of taxpayer dollars that Supervisor Andrew Doe had directed to his 22-year-old daughter's nonprofit group. LAist senior reporter Nick Gerda uncovered the story about the money. He also has details about the ethics proposal that stalled. The proposal would have required supervisors to disclose any immediate family connections to contractors they award money to, and to hold public votes when those connections exist. But after a tense debate, the proposal died on a 2-2 to tie vote. That means supervisors can continue to approve taxpayer money to close family members outside of public view. Through records requests, LAist uncovered $13.5 million that Supervisor Doe helped award to his daughter's nonprofit. For LAist 89.3, I'm Nick Gerda. You can read all of Nick's reporting on Orange County Supervisor Andrew Dull. It's online at LAist.com. The LAPD's 2023 crime report is out, and it includes this tragic statistic. Traffic fatalities in Los Angeles last year were higher than homicides. Now, that hadn't happened in nine years. Most of those traffic fatalities involved people walking across or along roads, LAPD Chief Michael Moore says he'll put more officers on busy streets to watch out for speeders and drunk drivers. As well as seeking harsher penalties and consequences for instances of street racing that result in injury or death, as well as other blatant regards for community safety. The 2023 LAPD crime report also says hit-and-run crashes jumped by 23 percent from 2022, and crashes involving drivers impaired by alcohol or drugs were up by a third. Is your internet service slower or more expensive than in the wealthy neighborhood across town? Digital redlining might be the reason why. The L.A. City Council has just okayed a measure to get rid of it. The story from L.A.'s digital equity reporter, Nareda Moreno. The move could hold internet companies accountable for offering lower prices and better terms in the wealthier parts of L.A. County. Advocates call the practice digital redlining. Now the city will create a process to investigate complaints. Here's Council Member Marquise Harris-Dawson. 
discrimination is one of those things you need to fight it on every front. This makes L.A. the first city in the country to outlaw this kind of discrimination. For LAist 89.3, I'm Nereida Moreno. When we come back, L.A. County wants A.C. in rental homes. The city of L.A. wants pandemic pets to stay in rental homes. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, The Filipino Adventures of a German-Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Imagine if you could charge your electric vehicle at the places you already love to eat, shop, and play. Whether you're at the movies, on your weekly grocery trip, or running errands at your local mall, Volta EV charging stations are built around your day-to-day and located in your community and nationwide. All you have to do is check in, plug in, and go about your day. It's EV charging made convenient. Download the Volta app to find your new favorite place to charge. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. There's been some grumbling by some faculty members at the California State University about the deal their union reached Monday night with university administrators. That tentative agreement ended what was to be a five-day faculty walkout. Some now say the pay raises in the deal aren't good enough. L.A.'s reporter Yusra Farzan has been paging through the contract. She says it does include some gains for mental health counseling at the 23 Cal State campuses. CSU said they'll make an effort to boost the ratio of counselors to students. Kevin Veer with the California Faculty Association called the hiring concession a win. The demands on mental health counselors on our campuses has been just really skyrocketing. And we have not seen management respond with enough resources. Counselors did ask for a boost in tenure jobs to help with retention, but that was not part of the tentative agreement. For LA's 89.3, I'm Yusra Farazan. Now I know it's winter, but tell you what, let's talk about air conditioning. There are plenty of days when AC in LA is more than something nice to have. It can be a lifesaver, and that's why LA County supervisors this week moved a step closer to requiring air conditioning in rental housing. The story from LAist housing reporter David Wagner. LA landlords are already required to provide heat, but not air conditioning. The County Board of Supervisors voted this week to begin community outreach about plans to set a maximum indoor temperature in rental housing. Any final vote on requiring air conditioning is still months away. But local landlord groups have started fighting the idea, saying it would be prohibitively expensive. With temperatures rising due to climate change, state researchers estimate extreme heat could soon kill more than 4,000 Californians per year. For LAist 89.3, I'm David Wagner. Keep in mind that this air conditioning requirement in rental housing would apply only to unincorporated L.A. County, but a million people live in unincorporated L.A. County, and thousands of them are renters. Here's more about renters, but in the city of Los Angeles. The L.A. City Council has reinstated a policy that bars landlords from evicting tenants who got pets during the pandemic, even though their lease said no pets. The pandemic-era pet policy was due to expire in a week. These pets have helped people get through difficult times, and tenants should not be evicted from their homes because of their new pets. 
That's the city council's Eunices Hernandez. A couple of wrinkles in the pet policy. It does not apply if a renter got the pet after January 31st of last year. That's when most pandemic protections expired. And if you're a renter and you got a pet during the pandemic at a place where the lease did not allow it, you have a month to tell the landlord about the pet if you want to keep it. Thanks for listening to the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the L.A. Report AM edition. The L.A. Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiea, along today with Nate Perez. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse, our director of content development. Our engineer today is Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about this evening's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. The LAist Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAist.com sweeps.